out, you guys may know this, but the driver shortage grew by nearly 20% last year, according to the American Trucking Association, reaching more than 60,000 by the end of 2018. Creek Carrier Corporation President and COO Tim Ashoff joins us to discuss the issue. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Great to be here in Dallas. It, it, it's great Wait, to hang on, hang on now. Hang on hang now. On. Let me turn on that mic. All right. All right. Good morning. Great to be here in Dallas. <laughs> Sorry about Try that. Testing one, two, three. We, we got you in here. Um, now, Tim, this is a rare honor to come on our show and talk about trucking industry. <laughs> oh, so rare. rare. It's very unfamiliar to me. So, no, I mean on our show. <laughs> Yeah. Because we don't stand for that on the weekends normally. Oh, true. Okay, I see what you mean. Now. So, yeah. well, thanks for ahead. having me. Oh yeah. no, we're, <laughs> no, we're actually thrilled to have you. And by the way, your uh, your, your booth is thirty one thirty two. You know, we're here at Cats. We're here at Cats for the uh, for the week. We've been here uh, since Wednesday. Uh, anybody heading over to your booth, and you know, you're here now, so you can share this as well too. What um what is the message for drivers who are seeking new opportunities? People, because a lot of the shortage is uh, sometimes as much about people trying to find the right carrier or the right people to work for uh, and you you feel like you got to have a kind of a special message for those people who are looking for a place they can call home right absolutely and that and that's exactly what we are looking for somebody that's looking for a place to call uh, you know a good truck driving job home and looking for what they want we have so many different opportunities available you know right, right here in Dallas for example we have opportunities from home every night day cab type jobs to the traditional over-the-road jobs where you're out for two or three weeks at a time. But the key to us is saying, you know, we're looking for someone who is committed to that long-term career, and that's, as a company, is what we're committed to our drivers as well. We focus on the long-term, how we set up our jobs, how we set up their pay, how we treat them is all about creating that long-term relationship in a place that they can retire. Now, you guys have a uh, – well, go ahead, Claire. Yeah, at your uh – Booth, you, you you have a special truck on display, right? We do. It's a very a, special truck. And, and and even higher anniversary than Mr. Nemo over there. It is. Yeah, <laughs> one day he'll get there. But it's, it, it is uh, the 75th anniversary of D-Day truck. That is a commemorative truck that we were honored to receive from Freightliner a few months ago. And, uh, you know, it's something that's really an honor for, for us to have. You know, I, I, I grew up uh, the son of a vet and grew up with a lot of World War II veterans. And, and what we realize now is after 75 years, there aren't very many of those around. Yeah. And so for all of us to remember, you know, what that war meant to our country and what it meant to, um, you know, everyone involved and the sacrifices they had, I think that that's being lost. And so this truck is very special for us to have, have out on the road. And in, you know, in some ways, yesterday I was thinking, not to get too uh, sentimental here yesterday, but what those veterans fought for was exactly what the truck show is all about. Mm -hmm. It's about you know, freedom of the road, freedom of, of our nation. It's about free enterprise. You know, as I walked up and down the aisle, so many new businesses start and bring their wares here to, here to the Great American Truck Show. So I was kind of thought that there was a little bit of, of irony how that had tied together. Tim Ashoff, good morning. Good morning, Dave. Um, I, I just wanted to pop in here real quick because <laughs> when you mentioned the D-Day truck, um, I was talking to, we, we do s some special programming on certain days of the year, a Memorial Day, uh, the, the Veterans Day, D-Day, and, and the 4th of July, uh, Christmas, yeah. Um, but uh, I was talking to a young lady uh, shortly before, I was a couple of days before <laughs> the anniversary of D-Day, 
And uh, she said, uh, talking about the program, and she says, well, uh, you know, what, what do you normally talk about on the show? I said, well, we're talking about trucking and everything. I said, but I do some special stuff like D-Day is coming up uh, in a couple of days, and we always do special programming about D-Day. And I started talking a little bit about how we have President Eisenhower's address to the troops. You know, we play a right. lot in, in, in President Roosevelt's prayer. And she said, wow, you, you're really emotional about D-Day. Were you there? <laughs> 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 but I got, I, and that truck is absolutely awesome. It is incredible. But I got to tell you, I just received an incredible truck from Tim Ashoff here. Yeah, it's you a did. beautiful Crete tractor trailer on a beautiful plaque, and it says to our friend Dave Nemo, "Thank you for 50 years of service to the trucking industry. Thank you, sir, very much." Well, it's been an honor to be involved with you recently, and in, in the latter part of those 50 yeah, years. Thanks. But uh, <laughs> certainly, um, you know, everything you've done for our industry and the respect that you have among everyone in the industry obviously you talk a lot every day to drivers but you know know that everyone in the industry from you know manufacturers to us trucking companies others we all respect what you've done for us over the years and how you've developed us really into a personal uh, industry it is all about the people and you've really brought that out in everyone it is about the people it's all about the people of uh, we surround ourselves with great people you are one of them of course and uh, everybody listening so uh, what we do here, we could not do without everybody on the other end of this microphone. So I'm going to let you guys get back to the conversation. Here. It's, I just it's actually to pop a great in. segue, too, though, Tim, because you guys actually, we were talking about D-Day, and we're talking about you know the, the, the truck, the 75th anniversary truck we're talking about. But you guys have a real connection to military service that you've already mentioned. But there really is a place for veterans, for people who have served and are looking to start the, their great second career if they've been uh, military their whole life or if they're just coming out of the military after a few years of a stint, you guys really have some space available and are really looking for the kind of people who have committed their lives to their country, correct? Absolutely. You know, over 30% of our uh, workforce is veterans, former military. Wow. And we, you know, we have one here that will be on the show yep. here in a, in a few minutes. Uh, but we have that connection with them. And part of I think it's two things. Uh, it is who we are. I mean, it's been ingrained with us from our beginning, that the respect we show to them, the place, the pride that we have in having them on our workforce and, and becoming a part of a team. And then they bring that camaraderie with them uh, to create carrier and Schaefer trucking and that gets um, you know somewhat infectious so it's been really great uh, but also then just to continue to honor um, our country you know we, we are a very a proud family-owned uh, company that that knows that we wouldn't have had these uh, opportunities if it wasn't for us being in the United States and the freedoms that we have. And so our veterans protect those freedoms every day, and we're very proud of that. You know, one of the things when you and I have gotten the chance to talk uh, the couple of times that I've been on during the uh, the weekdays, uh, one thing I really look forward to is you're you're a pretty good prognosticator because you don't um, you you don't just basically say this is what's going to happen and that's the end of it. But you're pretty fair in your assessment of what people can expect from kind of a cautious sort of approach. What what are truckers looking at uh, for the next year and this coming year in regards to the prospects and possibilities in the industry? Yeah, you know, I think what we feel is, you know, last year was kind of a year that was kind of a sugar high, as we kind of call it. You know, there were a lot of strange things that came together that made it uh, probably the one of the, the craziest, but maybe one of the best years in trucking uh, that you probably aren't going to see, you know, more than once every 20 years or so. So we, we, we knew that wouldn't stay up there, and we kind of felt, well, this year will be more of a normal year, and that's really what it's played out to be. Right. Um, you know, in fact, you know, we're seeing the seasonality that you normally see. I mean, freight is still really pretty strong out there. If you look at freight levels, it's really at somewhat the same levels as last year, but we are having the impacts that you normally see. For example, you know, last week we started shipping artificial Christmas trees. You know, it's, we're getting into that seasonality. So, uh, 
right. You know that that's what happens this time of the year. Hollow, the 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 ho- you know the Halloween stores that pop up seasonally. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. already open. Those, those are done. That that stuff was shipped a while back. I, so I now we're moving I even, along. Like I'm, I'm Halloween's the most wonderful time of the year, but. You know, let's keep it to September at least. I know, right? but Christmas gets earlier every year too. So well, that's why Halloween keeps getting bigger. It's going to open up a second front against Christmas, and right. the forces of Christmas are going to break through and just overwhelm them. And Christmas yeah. in July will be a link-up point. You know, um, <laughs> it's just it's um, it's kind of remarkable though that you mentioned this the last time we spoke about this, in the sense that people need to understand that it's really good right now. It's just people are the sugar high mm-hmm. of 2018. Yeah. People are like, well, things have really kind of gone down. No, they haven't. Things are actually very good in a normal year. It's right. just that compared yeah. to right. And so we as, we as you know, a trucking company, we have to do our normal work. We have to go out there. We have to work with our customers, understand what's going on with them, what their freight cycles will be, and how we match that up. And, you know, things have actually been going really well. I was just looking this morning, and our miles, again, this week for our drivers are actually greater than the same week last year. And we had that same, last, same experience last week. So while last year was a great year, you can still have really good weeks uh, and good times uh, this year. It still is really strong out there. It's just you have to manage it like a more normal year. You know, the one thing that still is a very out there that it's, it's hard to understand what will happen is kind of this tariff trade war out there. And right. I was visiting customers earlier this week, and you know, for this year, they, they pretty much have it taken care of. They pulled forward a lot of inventory. Uh, was that one of, one of the largest retailers in the country? And they said, you know, all of our Christmas stuff is here. We have it in the United States, so it's not going to impact us this year. But if it doesn't get resolved by the end of this year, you know, next year could be a little bumpy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting too that a number of companies actually looking at this as the possibility of kind of you know drawing down their stocks. So mm-hmm. They're not you know they're not all this extra stock in their in their in their warehouses. So a lot of companies are taking advantage to kind of kind of clear the decks and hope things get resolved so that next year we can go back to business as usual. Um, you know, so people are going to make their way over to your booth. They're going to want to see all the great stuff you guys have. But like I said, we go back to that same idea. Uh, for people who are looking for either a fresh start or new beginning, um, what can they kind of expect? Like I said, the kind of honesty we're talking about in regards to kind of, you know, what you can expect from the industry. You guys really, that's in many ways what you sell. You don't sell, you know, um, this kind of pie in the sky sort of sugar high that you mm-hmm. mentioned, but you talk about steady, consistent work that um, really kind of benefits you in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you really want to know who we are, you go out and you look at our seven principles. You know, we have a core of seven principles that we live by. I think one of the biggest things that I would say to our drivers is, is uh, uh, there's two principles out there. Obviously, safety first and foremost is, is always important for everyone, but we say a, a couple other principles that I think for someone coming to figure out who is Creek Carrier, uh, they want to look at, and that is um, we say what we mean and we mean what we say. Right. Um, I think that's very important in our industry. And then there's another one that's called, you know, respect. Um, you, know, you know, we give it and you earn it. And so we want to make sure that uh, anyone on our team feels like they're a member of the Crete and Schaefer family and that they're respected, uh, that they respect each other as well, and that whatever we promise, we deliver on, not only to our drivers, but that's to our customers as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the great things about that, and people kind of forget this all the time, that when you actually are honest about things, it means that when your yeses do come and mm-hmm. when the good news does happen, it's real. Right. And, and it lands, and it means something, and then that's a that's a big deal that a lot of people are looking for. Because as you know, uh, the actual reports have suggested that for many truck drivers, oh, pay is actually second many of the times to respect to how they feel treated in their workplaces as opposed to how much the check is at the end of the day. They want a good check, no, no question about it, but they really want to feel like their time and their personalities are honored, and that's what you guys strive for. 
Absolutely, you know, and it's understanding what everyone else is, is going through on the team, you know, so that we have obviously people in the office, people in the shop, and then we have drivers. Uh, how do we make sure we understand what's going on with each other so, so we can respect that? So, you know, we do things with our, our operations folks to do ride-alongs with our drivers, go make a delivery, go do a pickup. You know, certainly I try to get out to the shop, and the drivers interact with our shop folks really well, say, hey, what does it impact? How does it impact our driver and our customer if you're in the shop an extra hour? You know, those types of things. So people really understand um, how they impact each other, and when you do that, you can, you can respect each other and you can win together. I think it's awesome that you're such a, a hands-on president and COO of your company. You come to all these shows, you interact with the drivers and potential drivers on the floor. What kind of response have you been getting from people on that truck and, and, and at your booth? Well, it's been a great response to the truck. I don't mm -hmm. know how much to me, but for the truck, for sure. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, it, is a, it is a great, great thing um, that we're involved with that. But I, I think it then just starts that conversation about really who is Creek Carrier, mm -hmm. who is Schaefer Trucking, as you mentioned. But, you know, I, I think it is very important to be out there and be with your team, be, be seen by your team, um, be involved with your team. Yesterday, as I mentioned, uh, this week I was kind of doing a road trip down here, visiting customers, visiting some of our sites, and then got here. But I did take yesterday. We have a big facility here in Dallas and went out and had a driver meeting. So I was able to just sit down with 35, 40 of our own drivers um, and really understand what's going on with them out there, what are they seeing, and then certainly share some information about what's going on with our company as a whole. I learned more from that than I'll ever from, you know, reading an industry publication or looking at reports with a lot of numbers or data on them. Uh, you get that firsthand feel. That, that's the way to make some best decisions for your company, I think. Yeah, you know, one of the first times you and I ever talked on the air was one of, uh, it was a Friday as well, and I was talking with Doug McElhaney, and you both ended up echoing the same sentiment about recruitment. Uh, both of you ended up saying your best recruiters are your employees. Absolutely. Uh, they end up being the best people out there for you. Uh, we only got about, what, 30 seconds left? Claire? Yep. So l l let Fast, everybody huh? know how to find <laughs> you guys today and see that wonderful truck and maybe shake your hand as well. Sure. Yeah, we're at booth 3132. We're kind of down that main aisle right there in, in uh, the convention center floor. So stop by, see us. You'll see the truck. And when you do, we'll be right around there. Cool. 3132 today at GATS. Tim Eshoff, thank you so much. Glad to be here. Guys, we'll be right back after these messages here on Dave Nemo Weekends from Gas. Got some more special guests in the house. Shannon Courier from the St. Christopher Fund. Our uh, friend Tin Ring. Uh, <laughs> uh, and maybe we'll talk about a splashing event. That doesn't even make sense. I don't even know what I'm saying. What am I saying? You talked yourself right into the dunk tank. Uh, I'm really unsatisfied with the way this half hour closed. Oh. Yeah. Across the alley from the Alamo lived a pinto, a pony, and a Navajo who used to bake frioles and cornmeal dough for the people passing by. Now we're back with Creek Carrier Corporation President and COO Tim Ashoff, who you may remember uh, from last time. Yes. Right before the break. <laughs> Uh, and uh, he is joined by Shannon Courier, Director of Philanthropy and Development with the St. Christopher Trucker Relief Fund, who, of course, you know from Tim's program. She's on a couple times a month. And uh, she recently lived the life of a trucker herself, one trucker in particular, our friend Tinring, who you may remember from such shows as Dave Nemo Weekends <laughs> as a regular caller. She rode along for a week with him, and he is a driver for Creek Carrier Schaefer Trucking. And she wanted to learn about trucking and raise awareness about the organization, St. Christopher Fund. 
Um, and that's all great, but I think what we really want to talk about is the dunk tank. Brown <laughs> <laughs> Long was not important at all. The dunk tank. We'll get to it. Thing. We'll get to it after the dunk tank. Because I feel like we're, we're like in a sisterhood now, Shannon. I'm telling you. I'm so glad you signed up. I think uh, there was only three women out there that did it. Really? Yes. But you, you, took, the, you took the lead. You know, you went first and I got dunked. I knew I was going to be a feminist trailblazer. So, you. yeah. You yeah. were the leader out there. <laughs> I, I followed behind you. And, uh, yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. You, you know, got dunked on the first. Um, yeah, that's the best part. First throw. That's the best part. She Everybody didn't even have time to breathe up. after Could she got in there. have People been more surprised. But who threw that ball, though? Oh, that would be me. <laughs> We're all connected here. We're all connected. <laughs> I know, right? Right? It, w it was kind of marvelous. People are setting up cameras. People are talking. People are figuring, you know, people are going to have to get their arms kind of in shape and kind of get warmed up. Tin Wing walks up there and goes, whoop, and just pulls a Louisiana Lightning Ron Guidry and just, boom, hits it. And we're all like, what just happened? We just see Claire in the wall. I don't even have my video ready. <laughs> so then to make up for the fact that it was not captured on a video, what happened next? Well, I couldn't throw it. Because that was, I guess it was just a one-shot wonder. So once everybody got their cameras ready, I had to go up and push the button to make sure that everybody could see you when you dropped in. Because your face, when you first dropped in, you know, I was the, I I can was only the imagine. only one looking at you. I can only imagine. Okay? And when you first went in, your arms went up, your eyes went like this. <laughs> and it was just classic, and I, and I wish somebody had gotten it. You, you know, know Tinring, what's so great about it, too, is that is the exact face she made the first time we ever went to a water park. No, it is. it is. It really is. is. And I'm that's what it you. felt like, you guys. That was one of the most fun. I mean, I know this sounds stupid, but it was really one of the most fun things I've ever done last night. It was exhilarating. It was like, it was like a water park. There are, there are two things that you said that are absolutely true. One, it does sound stupid because, in fact, it is the stupidest fun you can possibly have and when I went in the water, the number of people came over and said, I bet you that was real fun going in the water. I was like, yes, it was. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes please, more was. people dug me. <laughs> it, it, it is. I mean, it's, just, it, it's kind of more. And all of it, all of it, by the way. Uh, it, we, just, we were speaking, uh, Shannon, about this right before we, uh, we, we were in the hard break. You raised money. Yeah. For a really good yeah. cause. We did. We raised uh, just in the dunk tank over $1,000. That is remarkable because that yeah. was just a few hours. It was. It, it was, was like only like four and a half yeah, hours maybe or something. Four hours, yeah. yeah. Three throws at 20 bucks a pop, and people are walking up going, yep. Here you go. Here's my. I mean, he just walk up throwing money That's at people. Oh, you got, I get a ball. I get. Yeah. To, I get to put Casey Phillips in the tank. I get to put Channel. Oh, 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 give, give me a ball. That's I'll right. Do it right it now. was a lot of fun, y'all. Yeah. I know you hear Claire Marie's laugh on the radio when she got dunked. As soon as she came up out of the water, she was laughing hysterically. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I have ever seen. And then I'm and like, "Where's my like, glasses?" That was so fun. <laughs> what is What is even better is the fact that there were three guys who didn't know who Claire or I were, and uh, the moment Claire went in the water, the guys were like, "Wait." minute. That's Claire Marie. Yeah. Like, yep. Everybody kept saying, who is that? Who is that? And I said, that's Claire Marie. And they're like, oh, she doesn't look like I thought she would look. <laughs> you know how many times people walked up to me and said, you're taller than I thought you were I never know how to take that, you know? I never it's know how to take that. It's so funny how people get a vision of just from a voice. 
Yeah, and that's not at all. What I will like. say though that the three people that are sitting across from us right now, which is Tim Ashoff, uh, Tin Ring, and um, uh, uh, Sh- uh, Shannon Courier, the the first time I saw them, I went, nope, that's them. <laughs> <laughs> I went, that is them. I was like, that's that. They said because some people don't. You're right. They, yeah. they, they 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 don't. They don't sound like the uh, the person you end up running into. But you guys look exactly like I thought you were going to look. So I don't um, know if that's good or bad. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to have a much more heroic sense of what a person is going to look. Like I'm in the weeds now. Claire's gonna get. So you, I'm in the tank. So you guys have a whole another night at Dunkin' though, and this well, tonight yes. is is truly celebrity dunk tank edition, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> tonight is celebrity dunk tank. All the entertainers are gonna be in there. We're gonna have Bill Weaver in there. He We're gonna it. have. He does. He does. There's people lined up. You know. I'm changing my flight. People lined up. I'm telling you what, you don't want to miss it. Um, we're gonna have the overdrive talent. Trucker Talent Search winner Taylor oh. Barker is going to be in there. Parma Hofer is going to be in there. Uh, Ken Freeman's going to be in there. So all the all the entertainers are going to be in there. And there's there's people lined up, and they're doing some matching donations. If you drop them on the first ball, they're going to give a hundred dollar donation. Oh, that so, is great. So they're all in. It's going to be a lot of fun. So that is, you know, you take the shuttle, you go, you get on that first sh- shuttle. Stop. There's like a m- number of stops, as we realize, and almost right. got on the wrong shuttle. Um, but I, I have a feeling the truckers aren't going to have that problem. They're just going to figure it out. Oh, no? Really? Yeah, that I got on the wrong bus yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Started heading towards the Crown Plaza. Yeah, I didn't realize there was multiple buses. This is amazing. I didn't either. The sign yeah. still said the same thing, but I'm such a chatty person. I, you know, I said to the driver, I said, well, I feel a privilege being the only person on a 52-passenger bus going to the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped and he said, "We're going to the Crown Plaza Hotel." I said, "Let me get out." <laughs> <laughs> so it is the truck, the, the truck parking shuttle yes, to I'm the sure fairgrounds. Truck yes. parking to the fairgrounds. And, and the dunk tank is really right to the left. Yeah, when you and the left is really the keyword here. When you walk out of the uh, convention center, go to the left. The first bus stop on the left is the one that actually. Takes <laughs> <it>. <laughs> first um, bus stop on, on the left. left. Yeah, it's like a Wes Craven movie. Um, <laughs> the, uh, Tim, one of the really great things when we got down there was is that. Uh, you know, we were we we saw uh, Tin Ring's truck, and uh, it was great. It had Shannon's name on it, and uh, you yeah. guys you guys took yeah. a journey together. And it's part of y'all's commitment to the St. Christopher's Fund. And uh, you know, and we know how committed you are, Shannon. But uh, the commitment that uh, this company and uh, and men like your driver here have shown has been kind of remarkable as well, right? It has. It's it's been great. We're we're privileged to partner with Crete. You know, we don't uh, have we have great support, um, but we like. To have large company support, and we want companies that have the same values that we do. Put you on the road. Well, that was so fun. Yes, (laughs) that was a privilege. Yes, put me on the road. But just you know, you want to work with companies that have the same values and the same principles that you do. And he was talking about seven principles earlier. You know, being trustworthy, being transparent. You know, being honest and upfront. And that's how we operate. So it's nice to partner with companies that operate in the same way so um, we're just excited to have this new relationship and hope to build on it and um, hopefully we'll get to do another ride along you just maybe he'll get permission just keep my name on there and for <laughs> the next ride along and <laughs> so Tim can you talk about that just, just 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 for a brief moment if you if you would about the idea about why this commitment is so important to you guys and how important this kind of stuff is give you because know, given the fact you guys take care of your people big time but this helps so many other people who don't always are able to make ends meet and you guys make sure that uh, the help they need they get 
Absolutely. I think there, there are two main driving forces in, in this. One is the purpose of the St. Christopher Fund. Obviously, we do align with that, and certainly our goal is always to ensure that, you know, the hardworking people in the trucking industry are taken care of. And sometimes, you know, you, you fall on hard times or otherwise, and you don't have an avenue to turn to. And, you know, the St. Christopher's Fund has become that avenue to turn to in those situations. And the second is is our driver here, Craig. He came to me and said, uh, this is something I'm very passionate about. Um, I think it aligns with us as a company. So he really drove with us saying, how can we support this and how can we can we take Shannon out on the road and show her what it's like uh, to be a driver on the road. So yes, we want to support you know our drivers and what they, they really feel, feel strongly about as well. It's interesting too because the first time that uh, you and I talked ever, we talked about the idea of the, the driver is the recruiter, but also uh, the driver is the partner, that they come in and they talk to you and say, hey, I don't know if you've thought about this, something worth thinking about. You might want to incorporate this either into business or into charity, and you guys are, it's a big part of who you guys are as a company, right? Absolutely, and, and that is exactly how this, this started. And so, you know, there there oftentimes, you know, the drivers in, in some companies feel like, well, I don't have a voice. Um, and, you know, there are obviously things that we can do as a company and we can't, but certainly causes that are, are great for the industry and great for drivers out there, ones that we support. And people get their names on trucks. I know. That was a, a kind of awesome. fun surprise. I didn't know that that We got a coming. picture next to that truck. It was yeah. really, really cool. It was a nice touch. It's well done. It's well done. What? 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 <laughs> yeah, it is time for a break. we got to take a break. Yeah. Do I got to do weather? Yeah, I'm looking for the link for weather. That That's why I got distracted, so, so that we could read the weather. So you're buying a time. Okay. <laughs> Live radio. Thanks, guys. And Texas is a place I nearly love to be. TA and Petro Stopping Centers are more than just a break from the road. They're the best part of your trip, wherever you're headed. Grab a hot meal and a cool cup fountain drink. And at many of our locations, you can play a quick game of hoops or cornhole. Or stretch your legs on a walking trail and let your pets stretch theirs in a designated pet area. And you'll always find clean restrooms, World Blends coffee, and fully stocked travel stores to get to what you need and get back on the road. So wherever you're headed, refuel, replenish, and refresh at TA Petro Stopping Centers and TA Express. What's that? The bridge is out. No. A speed trap ahead? Uh, Nothing keto at that truck stop? Uh, it's always about him. I've been his co-driver since I was a pup, and I've never had my own bed. Oh, sure, I can curl up anywhere, but why can't I have the Bark Essentials bed Lucky has? Lucky says it's really comfy memory foam, and his co-driver can wash it or stow it whenever he wants. Wish my co-driver would visit BarkEssentials.com slash Nemo or find Bark on Amazon and use code 20RadioNemo for 20% off any bed. There's a chicken crossing the road? No, BarkEssentials.com slash Nemo or promo code 20RadioNemo on Amazon. Taylor Swift's new album's out. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on have you ever gotten yourself in a bind by pulling into a restaurant parking lot? If you had it to do over again, would you choose trucking as a career? And as always, your safety tips and shout-outs this week. Plus, important information on motivation, medical issues, and more. On the Tim Ridley Show, weekday mornings from 5 to 7 Eastern on The Road Dog. For details on our topics and guests this week, check out RadioNemo.com. PA Truck Service has the best PM on the interstate. Transparent pricing. All major oil and filter brands comprehensive inspections, 100% satisfaction guarantee. 
the best PM on the interstate at TA Truck Service. Uh, this uh, North-South Routes Combined Interscan Weather Report is brought to you by TA and Petro, a continuing service for you, the professional driver. What do you say we go Interstate 35? Ames is looking at light rain all across the region. Interstate 45, Huntsville, is foggy. It's 81 there. It feels like 81 because it is 81. Interstate 59, Fort Payne, is foggy, 72 degrees over in that neck of the woods. As we make our way to 77, Bluefield is looking at foggy conditions, 58 degrees. Galax is looking at moderate rain and a northeast wind that's crawling up on 10 miles an hour. 81, Marion, light rain. Dublin's got a touch of drizzle, and I'm talking about the Dublin on 81, not the Dublin in Ireland. Finally, Interstate 95, Holton, has got overcast conditions. The real issue though is the northern wind. It's only 15 miles an hour, but it's gusting to 30, and there are chimes in the air. Uh, this has been the <laughs> North-South Routes Combined, a continuing service from TA and Petro for you guys, the professional drivers. Be safe out there. Dave Nemo Weekends. Attention professional drivers. Can your tires handle the summer heat? Time for new ones? TA Truck Service carries all major tire brands. TA Truck Service Commercial Tire Network. One source for all your tire needs. Some folks think I'm hiding. It's been rumored that I died. But I'm alive and well in Tennessee. Before we, uh, before we jump back into our discussion with our friends here from, uh, from Crete, by the way, guys, welcome, all of you. It's such good to have uh, great friends on the show on Saturday morning. We, always, we do a lot of interviews on uh, weekends, mm -hmm. uh, but most of them are done by phone. Uh, we don't always get a chance to sit across the people we're talking to, and it's a real pleasure to have human beings in the, in the house. So I have a quote for you guys about Texas. It's from John Steinbeck. Knows a thing or two about traveling. For all its enormous range of space, climate, and physical appearance, and for all the internal squabbles, contentions, and strivings, Texas has a tight cohesiveness, perhaps stronger than any other section of America. Don't know if that's true, but it's John Steinbeck, and he can write a little bit. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Good morning, Claire Marie. Good morning, Jimmy Mack. So, um... Can you, uh, Shannon Courier, who's, uh, who ends up being a courier in one way or another, can you kind of talk for a little bit about the experience? <laughs> she delivers a message. Destiny. Delivering a message. Um, she's a carrier. She, she's a courier who went on a carrier with a. You know, I mean, you get the idea with Cree. Um Can you talk a little bit about uh, how much being in a truck was an eye-opening experience for you? Uh, it was definitely an eye-opening experience. I have been wanting to do this for a while, and it just has never worked out. And uh, Craig and I. Of course, he hears me on the radio, so we got to talking about we have some mutual friends. He used to live in the same area, and I said, have you heard me say I want to do a ride along? He said, how about I take you? And I said, well, that'd be great if you can make it happen. Crete was so generous to uh, let me jump on the truck, and it's very eye-opening. I had a blast, though. I would do it again. Spent five days, five nights on the truck, slept in the top bunk. I'll just tell you... It's not overly comfortable, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and, you know, the truck starts and stops all night long to keep the air going. And so it, the first night I woke up, every time it came on, every time it went right. on. And um, I don't know, maybe the second night in, we're in the middle of the night, maybe third night in, I don't know, middle of the night, the whole truck starts shaking. I thought we'd been hit. Yeah. It started a regen in the middle of the night. <laughs> and he, he sits up and he says, that's just a region. Everything's okay. Because I was like, are we hit? Did somebody hit us? I mean, it scared me to death, you know. And then you got the reefer going and so there's just all this noise. But after the first night or two, it kind of lulls you to sleep. 
And uh, but it was, you know, I think um, I think my very first day on the road, the first thing I said was, um, I think before anybody gets a driver's license, they should have to ride in a truck for a week mm. because um, you need to learn what it means to drive around the big trucks. Um, I sucked in the windshield a couple yeah, of times, as Craig calls it cars darting in front of us when there really wasn't enough space for them to be there he was totally prepared backed right off bird's eye view of people who don't know what they're doing oh and what they're why doing are in you their on a phone while they're no, why are you on a what phone they're doing. yeah um, what they're wearing the and not so wearing yeah there's some on. weird stuff that goes on yeah. Because, yeah because because the sugar daddy stuck to somebody's hand in the back seat the three-year-old <laughs> is the most important thing when hurdling at 65 <laughs> miles an hour you know and, and whipping right. in front of one of those uh, trucks on the highway yeah see out there yeah and our first day our first full day was going through Atlanta three times right so you know Atlanta traffic you know is bad anyway and then you get in a truck but um, you know he's very well prepared he's trained very well and after the initial shock of, of how people drive around trucks I was very comfortable in the truck and I put my feet up and I had my computer out and I was working um, so I was still doing my thing and, and riding along but um, you know you see a lot of changes we had this plan set out of what our route was going to be leaving out on a monday it, it, it didn't go exactly according to plan no, no it didn't go according to plan because that's trucking and i'm doing that in air quotes because i've said that a hundred times you know that's trucking it's mass and that's what even what my blog is. says my blog about it is that's trucking, that's trucking. and um <laughs> so we we're supposed to leave out on monday and on sunday I get a call and he says, I, I need you to be ready at five o'clock and meet me here. <laughs> and so I was like, um, so I'm looking at my husband and I said, I've got to leave at five o'clock today and you've got to get me to here. And he's like, um, okay. So, I mean, we're running around like chickens because I had all these errands I was going to run on that Sunday. Well, they got crammed in about two hours, but we made it. We got there. But hey, that's trucking. <laughs> that's trucking. Right. It's funny so. you brought up your husband, too, and one of the things I wanted to ask you about, you know, I, I got a chance to uh, finally meet this guy who I think is just absolutely He's terrific. over there in the corner. He's there in the corner. He's hiding behind the couch with Dave. No, um, it, it's really it's really kind of amazing that you really learn, and I know Tim knows this, um, both from experience and from, you know, the fact that he knows his employees. So, well, spend a lot of time away from people they love. I mean, they spend yeah. a lot of time away from people they love, and I'm sure after a while it's kind of like, I love this adventure. I really want to see my husband. Yeah, <laughs> it was, um, you know, you don't realize when you say you're going to be gone for a week, you have to really process what that you're means. You're gone. You know, you're gone, and you don't always have an opportunity to communicate with them and be in touch with them the way that you would like to. And so it, it, there was a little bit of adjustment being away. And at the end of the week, you're, you're ready to get home and see your family. And so um, a week, being the first time on the truck, a week was a long time. Yeah. You know, it was a long time. And you'll get this given what you guys do. And you also now have an understanding of what happens when they can't do that. When and that yeah, I and had lots of questions. Loss, right, the revenue I, loss that just it, and it accelerates. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, a couple of days, okay, but mm -hmm. suddenly you realize, wait, everything is slowly evaporating before my very eyes, and right. I don't know if I'll get back out there again. It must have been a real eye opener. It was, and and you realize how as a as a driver, you really have to be prepared for the unexpected and prepared for the future. You have to be putting the money aside and you have to be communicating with your company and letting them know, you know, where you are and what the needs are. And your company has to be invested in, in you as well to know what you need and, and how to help you. And, and Crete was very good with that. You know, the communication there was great. 
when things did go awry and we totally changed our, our route from, you know, they immediately popped back in with something else and off we went. And um, so I got a lot of bumpy rides out through Louisiana. Nothing Texas went wrong. It's just a new destination. It was a new destination. Right. right here in Dallas. We came to Dallas is where we came. <laughs> and uh, from Alabama to Dallas and then back. And uh, but You went through Louisiana? Yeah, we did. You know, they have a sign at the uh, border that says dip. That's 254 miles. Right. Period. We saw that. She thought it was, you know, we started looking for construction signs, and it's like, Where's all the construction sides? And then the floor falls out from underneath you. Yeah, exactly. Somebody knocked them down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, that was, and that was the day after she, when we went through Shreveport. That was the day after she put the back shield in my chair. And when we hit Shreveport and, you know, plates of concrete are just <laughs> inches away from each other. So she's slamming all the way through Shreveport. And... I didn't have any problems, and she's sitting there with her, oh, ow. Oh, man, there you go. Here's my there impersonation. Here's my impersonation of driving through Louisiana. We got through the rough part. Now yeah. you just got to cross 80 miles of bridge over swampland, see on the other side. Yeah. Right. Well, I learned why drivers have back and neck problems. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. I bounce all over that truck. I know. It's such a big bounce, as a matter of fact. You know, yeah. above the passenger seat, there's a little net. Mm-hmm. And he had bought some gum for me to have three pack of gum. It bounced over the net and hit me in the head. <laughs> so I almost had a worker's comp claim, you know, a concussion for me to hit in the head from, from gum. It reminds me of that time I was in a dunk tank. And um, I'm just sitting there, and the tank dunked me on its own. I know. Thunk, 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 thunk. Because somebody yeah. hadn't reset it properly. It, it was, yeah. you got to preach with these things, you guys. That was not my guys. fault, Blair. No, it was not your fault. <laughs> I'm blaming Rick Ash. Actually, as a matter of fact, talk about, talk about, talk about a, 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 a professional trucker. That when I got out of the water after my first time in the, in the tank, he's like, no, check it again. It was such a trucking thing. Now check that thing again. Now make sure it really yeah. is secure. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. get back on that thing until it really is secure. It's a, it must have been an extraordinary experience. It was. And, you know, we went out uh, during Band Together Month to raise awareness for Band Together mm-hmm. and St. Christopher Fund. But for me, it was also to share information and share experiences for um, outside the industry. You know, there are people that are paying attention. So I wanted to shine a positive light on what the experience of a truck driver looks like. You know, you think, oh, they're on vacation maybe. You know, you think, oh, I've driven 14 hours on vacation. This must be what it's like to be a driver. No, it's not. Yeah. There's so much more to it yeah. than oh, that. Yeah. It's not and just the driving. Yeah. And there's so much more than that us drivers can do other than just give money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim and I, you know, we, you and I have talked before about um, – Galatians and Galatians 3, you know, if you're too busy to help somebody else, you're only fooling yourself. And uh, we can do more by involving our companies and and our supervisors and everybody around us where we can help St. Christopher or whatever your charity is of choice. And that's what I wanted to do was I wanted to get our people involved and get a good relationship between us because everything that we do is kind of tied together and our values are together and Shannon and I became good friends and and I did bug Tim for quite a while uh, I'm usually in Lincoln once a month anyway and I'm usually pulling him off on the side hey Tim we need to talk about this and uh, I did wear him down I did <laughs> but uh, it's it's just, all for a just good like cause. Shannon C 
you wore them down. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we have 30 seconds left. There's not much time. Uh, Sydney is uh, as sad as we are, but we got we got to head into this break. Uh, once again, uh, Tim Ashoff, uh, Tin Ring, and, uh, of course, Shannon Currier. Thank you so much for being a part of the show this morning. And, and Tim, thank you, by the way, for listening to your employee, as you always do, and uh, taking some great advice and helping out an amazing cause. It's been a real honor. We're glad to do it. And thank you both, by the way. Thank you for taking uh, our friend here on an adventure. Kind of fun. Hopefully we'll get to do it again. And thank you, Craig. It, it was amazing. Thank you, Tim. It was, it was an awesome experience, and I appreciate the opportunity. You're very welcome.